This is Austin Michaels, and I'm in season five. Last season, last episode, I did witnessing using the full gospel, and in this next episode, I'm starting in Matthew chapter one, and we're gonna. My hope and goal is to go through the whole Bible. Well, <laughs> maybe the whole Bible. That's a big project, but let's see how much I can get through Matthew. So this time I'm not doing a specific subject, but I'm going through a book, the book of Matthew. And so we start with um, Matthew chapter 1, of course. And uh, just 1 through 17. So uh, I guess you could say in, se in season 5, Episode 2, we're starting a commentary in the book of Matthew. Now in verse 1 through 17 is the genealogy. Genealogy. In verse 1 it says, The book of genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac. Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judah and his brothers. Judah begat Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begat Hezron. And Hezron begat Ram. Ram begat Aminadab. Aminadab begat Nashon. And Nashon begat Salmon. And Salmon begat Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begat Obed by Ruth. Obed begat Jesse. And Jesse begat David the king. David the king begat Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon begat Rehoboam. Rehoboam begat Abijah. And Abijah begat Asa. Asa begat Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat Uzziah. Uzziah begat Jotham, Jotham begat Ahaz, and Ahaz begat Hezekiah. Hezekiah begat Manasseh, Manasseh begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Josiah. Josiah begat Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begat Shealtiel, and Shealtiel begat Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel begat Abiud, Abiud begat Elikim, and Elikim, Eliakim, excuse me, begat Azar. Azar, Azor begat Zadok, Zadok begat Akim, and Akim begat Eliud. Verse 15, Eliud begat Eleazar, Eleazar begat Matan, and Matan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Adam to David are fourteen generations, 
from Adam until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations, and from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Now that is a genealogy from um, Abraham to Jesus Christ. Now Matthew was written originally in Hebrew, in a Hebrew language. Now that is significant because the New Testament was all written in Greek originally, except for the letter of Hebrews. So the letter of Hebrews and Matthew are the only two books that were originally written in Hebrew. The rest originally were written in Greek of the Old New Testament of the New Testament. And so Matthew starts out linking his New Testament book to the Old Testament, showing that Abraham, the father of the Jewish nation, the father uh, of Eber, Eber was the father of, of Abraham, hence Eber, Hebrew, is where we get that from. So when I say Hebrews, uh, one of Abraham's fathers, um, and I mean by that is one of his great-great-great-grandfathers, somewhere in there. And so Matthew shows us that Jesus Christ is from the Jewish lineage. Thanks to the Jewish people, we have Jesus Christ. You have to give them that. Now Matthew um, 1.17 says, So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. So Matthew makes it so that he breaks his genealogy into three sets of 14. Uh, Abraham to David, David to the captivity of Babylon, and the captivity of Babylon um, until Jesus Christ. <clears throat> now that's six sevens. Seven's a number of perfection. So there is something to those numbers. Now, if you count, Abraham is the first generation, Isaac is the second, Jacob is the third, and so on. By the time David the king is 14 generations. So, by going through genealogy, um, from Abraham to David is 14 generations when counting. Now, start with David the king until the Babylonian captivity is the second set of 14. So, Solomon would be, uh, David the king is the 14th, so Solomon is the first generation in the second set of 14. So he's number one in the second set of 14 or the 15th. David's the 14th. He's the 15th but he's also the first in the second set. Rehoboam's the second in the second set of 14. Abijah third. If we get to Jeconiah which is a Babylonian captivity then he is a 14th. So it is also correct to say David from 
uh, David the king to the Babylonian captivity is 14 generations. And then verse 17, it also says from ba- the Babylonian captivity to Jesus Christ is 14 generations. So this is the third set of 14. Now you count from Jacob 9 being the first because we're talking about the Babylonian captivity. Uh, Sh- Shaltiel being the second. Zerubbabel being the third. And so on. You get to Jesus Christ and he is the 14th. So you do have three sets of 14. Abraham to David. David to Jeconiah, which is Babylon captivity. And Jeconiah to Jesus Christ. The all 14 generations. Now, we have another thing we have to consider. In Luke's gospel... We have another genealogy, um, and that also links Jesus Christ. It's longer because it starts with at from uh, it goes all the way to Adam, so it goes through more people. Now in Luke's gospel, it says that Jesus Christ um, himself began his ministry. This is Luke three twenty three. Now Jesus himself began his ministry at about thirty years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph. The son of Eli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, son of Malki, son of Jana, the son of Joseph. Alright. Now look closer here. There is an apparent discrepancy in the Bible. There's an apparent error in the Bible. Apparent, I say. Jesus Christ is the son of Joseph. Oh, as Luke says, as was supposed, since Joseph um, wasn't um, the actual physical son of Jesus Christ, since Mary was a virgin. That's why Luke says, as was supposed. But it says that in Luke's gospel that Joseph was the son of Eli. Right? Joseph, the father of Jesus, was also... Uh, Joseph's father was Eli. In Matthew's gospel, Jacob begat Joseph, who was a husband of Mary. So Jacob is the one who begat Joseph. So Joseph's father is Jacob. In Matthew's gospel. But in Luke's gospel, um, Joseph's father's Eli. So we have something that Joseph has a father Eli, yet Jacob is a father of Joseph. Now, if you look strictly at the scriptures, Matthew makes it very clear that Joseph, Jacob begat Joseph. It does not say Eli begat Joseph. Eli was the father of Joseph, but Jacob was a uh, actually begat Joseph. So Joseph has a biological father in Matthew's gospel, which is uh, Jacob, and Eli 
is the father of Joseph. Now, how can that be? Well, in he, in the Jewish custom, if your brother died childless, you would have to raise up a seed for him. And so, let's say, um, yeah, my uh, brother uh, had a wife, and he died, and she was childless. She never had a son, all right? She's a widow now. It would be my duty to marry her, and when I give her a son, that son is now the line of my brother. I preserve my brother's line. Otherwise, his line would be cut off. He would have no name. So it'd be I would be the biological father, but my brother would be the uh, legal father. He would go through his legal line because it's his son I raised up. Uh, I, I gave her a son for my brother. And that seems to be what Matthew and Luke is saying. Now, some people say uh, there's uh, it's Mary's line and Joseph's line. However, this clearly does not indicate that. Because Luke says that uh, Jacob's father was Eli. Uh, excuse me, Joseph's father was Eli. And it also says Joseph's father was Jacob. So Joseph has two fathers. Not Mary. It's not Mary's line. So it can't be a Mary and Joseph differences in lines. Now I say all that to say um, we have the answer to this question because thankfully the uh, early church father, uh, well later church father, uh, the father of church history, Eusebius, records to us what actually happened. Now he quotes Africanus. And I'll read his in uh, chapter 7. It says, uh, Eusebius says Matthew and Luke in their Gospels have given us the genealogy of Christ differently. And many suppose that there are variants with one another. There are at, at variants with one another. Since as a consequence every believer in ignorance of the truth has been zealous to invent some explanation which shall harmonize the two passages. Permit us to subjoin the account of the matter which has come down to us and which is given by Africanus, who was mentioned by us just above in his epistle Aristides, where he discussed the harmony of the gospel genealogies. After feeding the opinions of others as forced and deceptive, he, he gave give the account which he had received from tradition in these words. Now, I'm not going to read the whole quote because it's quite a lengthy quote. But I'll read to you some important quotations from Africanus, given to us by Eusebius. Eusebius is quoting Africanus, the church, uh, church father, one of the church fathers, later ones. Um, and he says in verse 8, um, um, we'll go to verse 9. It says, Thus we shall find the two, Jacob and Eli, although belonging to different families, yet brethren by the same mother. Of these, the one Jacob, when his brother Eli had died, childless, took the latter's wife and, and begat by her a son Joseph, his own son by nature and in accordance with reason. Wherefore also it is written, Jacob begat Joseph. Matthew 1.6 
But according to the law, he was the son of Eli for Jacob, being the brother of the latter raised up seed of him. So, Africanus actually gives us, by the way, a lot more information on this. He actually goes through the, the wife's name, which was Ezda, which is tradition, the actual uh, grandmother, the mother of, of um, yeah, the wife of Eli's name was Ezda, and he goes through a lot of details. So he obviously knows what he's talking about, and he says exactly as Matthew says. It, Matthew, he actually says that Jacob begat Joseph. Which means, clearly, Matthew is saying the biological father of Joseph is Jacob. That's what Matthew says, beget. That is no other definite. You can't mean anything else by that. Luke says the father of. It doesn't say beget. was Eli. And Africanus says that Eli died childless. And Jacob raised up seed for Eli. Thus, Jacob, in Matthew's Gospel, did beget Joseph, yet Joseph's legal father, not physical, logical father, was Eli, just as Luke said. So there's no contradictions in the Gospels. This is what Africanus says. It makes more sense than the Mary and Joseph lines, because again, those don't explain everything. Now that all is to help you understand and have more faith that, that this genealogical genealogy is very accurate and that any apparent contradictions have very logical um, explanations. And so the last thing I just want to discuss on today's episode is why is this important? Why a genealogy? Simply because of prophetic scriptures the scriptures that, that prophesy ahead of time. God knows exactly what's going to happen in the future. Give us promises that the Messiah would come through certain people. In the Old Testament, he says to Abraham, Through your seed you'll be blessed. He says through David, that through David's seed the Messiah would come. And so on. And so the genealogy proves that Jesus Christ did come through the lines just as scriptures have said. So that is the teaching for now um, of um, Matthew's genealogy. And so the last thing to say on this is Matthew um, gives us the Jewish, shows that Jesus is from the Jewish people. He's linked to the Jewish nation. But in Luke's gospel, he links us back to Adam, which means we Gentiles are also linked to Jesus Christ through Adam. So that both Jews and Gentiles are now one in Christ, and our, the Jews have no more advantage than we do. Because we all have the same advantage, faith in Jesus Christ or rejection of Him. So thank you for listening to this podcast. A Matthew's genealogy. Um, I will say this: I, I never give out my email, but if someone did ever want to, uh, I suppose email me, um, I would answer back. As long as I didn't get too many emails, which I don't think's a problem because I don't have that much people that listen. So if you did want to give me uh, uh, feedback, 
whether things I could improve on or things you like to encourage me or both, I would accept that. Or if you have any questions, my email is austinmichaels1993 at protonmail.com. austinmichaels1993 at protonmail.com. So thank you for all who listen. For the five of you who listen. And um, may God bless this. And may God use this. Amen.